he's a native Texan, president of the Fredericksburg Tea Party, a student of Ben Franklin and John Locke, and he's a Christian conservative political activist. He's a true believer in the principles that this country was founded upon and comes to you every day to guide, advise, and lead you to become involved in the greatest political experiment in the history of our planet, self-governance. We don't get He's Matt Long, and this is the Matt Long Show. Good morning, folks. So happy to be here with you on a hot, another hot Friday summer morning. At least it's a TGIF, and uh, if you're out traveling this weekend, uh, be safe. Uh, let's pray for those who are traveling. I know, I know a bunch of people traveling this weekend, so uh, keep all the travelers in your prayer this weekend. And for crying out loud, those uh, tourists that are traveling to visit us, be nice to them. You know, don't crowd up behind them on Main Street. Go ahead and take the long way around and uh, just be nice And uh, because you're going to find yourself a stranger in a strange land someday. And uh, it makes a difference when the locals are at least friendly to you or at least not aggressive, you know. So just remain neutral. If you can't be friendly, just remain neutral but don't go negative on them. And yeah, I know they're shopping. They're, they're window shopping from the uh, middle lane. I, I've seen it and I see it every weekend. So just uh, be patient and uh, take the long way around town. So got a great show lined up for you today. In fact, I have a very special guest in house today in the studio, my awesome wife, Gail and, uh, She's uh, she's going to be coming on the second quarter, and uh, we're going to have a great conversation. And uh, if you know anybody that's uh, looking for a job, get them tuned in today. Get them tuned in, and uh, go ahead. You've got some time to call them and tell them to to listen up. There are opportunities on the on the uh, Hill Country Patriot today. So get get your uh, get the youngins up and. Uh, those uh let's see if we can't uh let's see if we can't get some jobs for some people that need them got some uh things on the calendar for you i'm really excited about this and i'm, I'm hoping that uh we're uh folks are paying attention to me out there but a week from uh, thursday on the 28th there is going to be a birthday celebration for marvin daniel he was a world war ii veteran marvin Daniel will be turning 100 years old next Thursday and he fought for our liberties and for our freedoms and he basically listen this guy helped save the world let's just uh, put it that way he is a superhero he's made it to a hundred years and um, I don't think they're gonna I don't know what kind of party they're gonna have but um, let's uh, let's get some birthday cards You've got a week to get a, a birthday card for the uh, for Mr. Daniel. Just say thank you. You don't have to know him. You can drop those cards off at the uh, assisted living heritage place, assisted living. In fact, if you're a Kerrvillian and uh, you are or uh, anywhere, and it's a, a drive for you, if you want to bring those birthday cards to the studio, I haven't gotten permission, Bob. Is that okay if I put that out there? All right. If you want to bring those by the uh, ranch radio and drop them off, I will make sure they get to Mr. Daniel for his birthday on Thursday. So just put his name on the front. You can call him Marvin or Mr. Daniel. It doesn't say what his rank was here, but um, I don't think it matters. Um, he is an Army 
veteran from World War II. That's amazing. These guys are not going to be with us for very much longer. So um, let's show some appreciation and uh, bring a birthday card by from Marvin Daniel. Drop it off at the radio station if you don't want to go all the way up to the Heritage Place Assisted Living in Fredericksburg. All right, let's see. Um, also, on that very same day from 1 to 4, we're going to have the Texas uh, Legislature Online training. And uh, I uh, was speaking with some friends last night who listened to my Wednesday show uh, where I was uh, despairing the fact that uh, I wasn't getting enough people signed up for that training. Um, a lot of people have signed up since then. In fact, a good friend of mine, Jonathan, who did not own a laptop, didn't own a tablet or anything like that, and uh, but he really wants to be productive and help. And uh, so what did uh, saw Jonathan last night at the uh, Hill Country Preppers meeting, and he said, Matt, went and bought me a tablet. He said, I may need help setting it up, and so I'll be glad to help him. So, Jonathan, thank you for taking that extra step, and uh, we know that is something that was that you did not need or have to have in your life but you went out and did it anyway because you're, you want to get engaged in self-governance. So there's still room in that class. If you want to take that uh, training, it is free. Um, it is listed on Eventbrite. It's from 1 to 4 at uh, Bridge Church next Thursday. Please uh, sign up on Eventbrite because there is some very important information about there are requirements for that class, and so you need to read about those. All right, then uh, the following Thursday, the 4th of August, the Lilano Tea Party is going to be having their monthly meeting, and they have a very special guest that a lot of us in the Hill Country are already familiar with. Margaret Byfield and her husband will be laying out what is called the 30 by 30 plan, and this is a plan from the federal government. It's not secret. This is not a conspiracy They've published it. They got uh, books out on it, websites on it, but it is the plan by the federal government by the year 2030, that would be eight years from now, that the federal government own 30% of the land in the United States. They want, they want to control 30% of the land in the United States. Um, and their long-term plan is by 2050 to own 50% of the land. All right. Uh, Margaret Byfield has all the details on this. She's going to be speaking at the Lano Tea Party Thursday, August 4th. Go to the LanoTeaParty.org website, and if you're new to the Hill Country, that is Lano with two L's, double L-A-N-O, TeaParty.org, and uh, find out how you can uh, uh, get yourself over and hear Margaret Byfield. By the way, my favorite thing about the Lano Tea Party meeting is that uh, their members there, the nice little ladies, they bring homemade desserts. Yes, they do. They bring homemade desserts. That's worth the drive right there to Lano. I mean, yeah, yeah that, that's worth the drive to Lano right there. Um, and then the following Thursday, the 11th of August, uh, Fredericksburg Tea Party is going to uh, kick off our fall um, with a meeting, this is the first time in about um, since uh, 2013 that we have not met every single month. We took June and July off this year, and so we're going to be back in August uh, with Mr. George Rodriguez, El Conservador, and he's going to be talking to us about the border and about his uh, program, and uh, so 
dinner at six o'clock, the whole thing. When we get closer, that's still a couple of weeks off. When we get closer, I'll give you more details on that. One more thing. Last night, driving back from Kerrville, I had uh, the Hill Country Patriot on, which I usually always have on. And um, I was listening to Charlie Kirk, and he had um, Dr. Oh, it starts with an M. Uh, He had that doctor on last night the uh, frontline doctor, and his name is completely slipping out of my brain right now. But he had that doctor on last night for the whole show, and they were taking calls, and it had to do with the COVID, the new COVID, uh, COVID BR549, or whatever the version of it is. Um, And by the way, if you know what uh, BR549 is, you're old. Um, So uh, there you go. well worth going back. It was Dr. Malone. So uh, Charlie Kirk had Dr. Malone at last night on his program and absolutely um, well worth of finding that podcast. Remember podcasts? We talked about them on Wednesday. Um, uh, Charlie Kirk podcast from last night would be absolutely rewarding to you. It has so much information on these new strains of covid and the research that Malone has done, and uh, his research says it ain't that dangerous. Well, it is for some people, but I'm not going to tell you who. You need to listen to that. Charlie Kirk from last night. All right, give you a little bit of Ben Franklin, and then we come back, we're going to have the special guest, my wife, Gail. Um, But uh, before we leave, let's uh, have a little bit of uh, Ben Franklin on... uh, 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 Wives and Women. Here we go. A House Without Woman and Firelight. Is like a like a body without a soul or a spirit. A house without a woman and firelight is like a body without soul or sprite. Is the way they would have uh, pronounced it back in the day. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. She's a sixth-generation Texan, bred, born, and raised in Fort Worth. And she owns cowboy boots with embroidered flowers on them. Please welcome Matt's wife, Gail Long, to the Matt Long Show. All right, I'm telling you. It's a pleasure to be here today. That's my wife, Gail, sitting right next to me. And, uh, yeah, she does. That was your, now we got true confessions here. Those, uh, flowered embroidered, uh, boots. Um, are those your first set of cowboy boots being raised in Fort Worth? They are my very first pair. And I was well an adult when I bought those. <laughs> we were right. actually married. So within the last 20 years, I got those boots. There you go. And, uh, I wasn't raised in Fort Worth, but, uh, I also own a pair of boots now. So, uh, there you go. Have, uh, Gail came in today, um, because we want to talk about her business and, uh, we have opportunities, job opportunities. Am I, am I right? It's not only in Fredericksburg, but possibly in Kerrville as well. That's correct. And not okay. only job opportunities, but maybe some volunteer opportunities that I'd like to talk to your listening audience about as well. All right. So let's start out, let's start out, uh, about your, your, uh, the, the business you have and uh, give us a little bit of a history of Advantage Care Services. Okay, thank you. Um, yes, Advantage Care Services is an um, organization that supports individuals that have intellectual and developmental disabilities. Um, that could include autism, um, physical disabilities like cerebral palsy or 
hearing impairments or visual impairments. And we've actually been in the Hill Country since 2007. Um, We've been in our current location since 2010. We serve 19 counties in the Hill Country from Llano over to Bandera, from Del Rio to San Marcos. It's about 22,000 square miles that we serve. Um, My main office is in Fredericksburg, but our business office is in San Antonio. When we, uh, when this uh, uh, was, when the San Antonio group had been talking for a number of years and and uh, they had kept telling Gail they want to open up a hill country place. And Correct. When we, when uh, Gail finally said, "All right," or when they were ready to go, um, the um, we, uh, uh, where was your office? My office was in our house, and um, actually, that's a very true um, story. The owners of our company, Tony and Patty Ritter, um, and I have been friends for a long time, and so we talked for many years about opening a program uh, to serve individuals out here in the Hill Country. So, yes, for the first year, um, worked out of the home. Um, I did everything but the nursing. And then the second year, we were able to hire a caseworker and a nurse. Um, and then we have just grown uh, since then. Right now, we're serving about 90 individuals in our Hill Country catchment area. But company-wide, we serve about 300 individuals with um, special needs. So when you say serve, tell us about what uh, Advantage Care Services does in Fredericksburg. Um, Just kind of give us the overall picture of the services you offer. I know you have Dayhab and we have some some homes. So break that down. Okay. So we, Advantage Care Services in Fredericksburg and Kerrville, have a total of five residential group homes. Um, In those group homes, three people live in each one. Um, And you wouldn't know it if you drove down um, any of the neighborhood streets, which house was ours, because it looks just like a um, a residential home in your neighborhood. And staff are there 24-7 to help those individuals with whatever needs they have in activities of daily living, whether that's um, cooking or going to the grocery store, dressing, bathing, leisure, um, or just learning how to um, get along in a family setting. And then we also run a five-day-a-week day program out of my um, office in Fredericksburg. Um, day program, we do all kinds of fun things. We um, go on field trips. We have volunteer opportunities. We, we volunteer at the um, animal shelters, at the thrift stores. We have regular Meals on Wheels runs um, three times a week, and we're, therefore we've developed relationships with those people that we're serving meals to. Um, we have parties, we do arts and crafts, we go bowling, we have a therapy dog that comes in um, once a week, and then we have community members that teach us line dancing every oh, week that's as well. right. Yeah. Is that Maryland? It is Maryland, and um, Bridge Church actually offers a, a, a very large area for us to go over there and, and dance every week. So it's a, it's a real community um, project. I don't know, dancing at a church. Yes, it's certainly not something you and I grew up with, but it, it, the, the church has not fallen down or been struck by lightning, so I think we're okay. We think we're okay. That's mm-hmm. good. So um, the um, day, let, let's, let's get a little more specific on Dayhab. So your, your clients, uh, they, uh, mo- are that most of, a lot of them come from the homes, and so they come in a van from the homes, right? That is correct. And um, then you have, uh, so yeah, go, go for it from there. Just start us off in the morning at yep. the day hab. We serve, um, 
Well, pre-COVID, we were serving about 45 people a day. Um, we're now serving 25 to 30. There are still folks that um, just aren't comfortable getting out. Some folks still have some uh, comorbidity. We've heard that term over the last three years. Um, that really puts them at risk. But um, folks come to our day program. We start at 9 o'clock um, from about 9 to 9.30. It's just social time to visit with um, your friends, just like um, most of us do when we first get to work. We we check in on our coworkers and see if there's any anything that's happened since the last day that we were together to talk about. And then um, depending upon what the scheduled activities are for that day. We we typically have a theme each month. Um, the theme for July has, um, of course, been the United States of America. And so the activities that we have done um, this month have been in celebration of Independence Day. We've also um, done art and put some care package together. We're going to be sending those off to a um, military troop that is overseas and we've packed that with a whole bunch of goodies that will remind them um, and hopefully warm their heart um, from home Um, and our art projects have been related to red white and blue and the flag Um, we've uh, studied our founding fathers Um, and of course it's summertime so we go swimming a lot and um, we've had a few barbecues um, and so we just we're very very busy Mm. So also, um, you have different levels of uh, skills and abilities among your clients. Uh, some of them that are probably maybe a, a half a step away from living on their own. And then you have clients who will never be able to live on, on their own. Um, so are the activities or, or courses or classes or things they're taught, are those based upon their ability level? Yes, they are. We have our individuals um, in groups based on, um, it's a variety of things. Um, Again, pre-COVID, we did things a little different than we do Um, post-COVID. Pre-COVID, my groups were typically, all the people that were very similar were together. And although that works in many situations, um, it allows us to do maybe more challenging art projects for those that are um, much more independent um, than maybe those that have um, need um, hand-over-hand assistance to complete things. Um, but that also brought extra drama. You know, when you have people that have similar needs and desires, there's often differences of opinions. And so then teaching communication skills and how to um, work together in conflict, I did not know at the time that it was causing um, more challenges challenges for us but when we came back from covid and um had to really implement some new things social distancing um really spreading out we were unable to do our coffee time like we did before and so now the groupings are kind of mixed i typically have two staff assigned to each group and each group could have anywhere from five to ten people in them. We are governed by the state of Texas, and so there is what's called a staff-to-client ratio um, that we are mandated to um, withhold, but Advantage Care Services has always paid more than most people in our industry, and we've also made sure that we had more staffing 
coverage than what was required. Primarily, that's a philosophical mindset. Um, we want to be the best. We've had um, actually the state of Texas, when they come in to do our annual surveys, they have actually told us that we are one of the best programs that they have seen in the state of Texas. And, and that's, um, that raises the bar for us. So we are, we are challenged every day to continue to be the best. So um, we, uh, before we take our uh, break at the bottom of the hour, um, is this something you just picked up in the last couple of years and you uh, saw an ad in the paper and decided to become the director of uh, Advantage Care Services in Fredericksburg? Or is this something maybe you've done all of your life? <laughs> well, I um, graduated from college with a degree in social work, and I have worked with the special needs population since I graduated, and that was a very long time ago. I will say that I've been working um, in this field in some capacity for about 35 years. Wow. So you're, you are the voice of experience in this. Um, well, I want to take a short break, but when we get back, I want to talk about the homes. I want to talk about uh, volunteers. I want to talk a little bit about also what a job would look like. And uh, you've also got several pages of notes. So if we're leaving anything out, we're going to talk about all of that. So folks, Y'all stay tuned. Once again, my special guest today is my wife, Gail Long, with Advantage Care Services. Y'all stay tuned, and we'll uh, have more visit with Gail when we get back. All right, Uncle Ted bringing us in. Um, let's talk, uh, you pointed out uh, about pre-COVID and post-COVID, and I want to talk about the mask impacts on uh, folks with uh, developmental disabilities. So the floor is yours. So as I said, we've been in the Hill Country since 2007 in our current location since 2010. We are very fortunate. Um, our current location has 3,000 square feet. It's not only the Monday through Friday day program, but it also houses all my professional staff, my caseworkers, my nurses, my office manager. Um, and so we're, we're fortunate in that we're all in the same location and we have a lot of space. Pre-COVID, um, well, the truth is we were sitting really pretty. We had all been together for a long time. We were growing together, my staff, our clients. Um, we had very little turnover. Like I said, we, as an organization we have always paid more per hour or as a salary than other um, organizations in our industry and we had little turnover um, like I said we were all growing together um, and so we we were we were doing well we were serving about 50 folks um, we also um, have contracted with a school district here in town and so we were serving their 18 plus program as well and then COVID hit, and in March of 2020, as with everyone, um, things stopped. About six weeks into the shutdown, it was obvious that I needed to do something different because the individuals that were living in my five residential group homes, like many of us, were getting sick and tired of the people that they were living with. They were there with them day in and day out there. Um, rhythm of life was completely turned upside down. And unlike you and I, some of them do not have the um, processing capabilities to really 
understand that. They just knew we weren't going to the movies and we weren't going out to eat and they weren't able to go to day programming every day. So we still have as many hoops to jump in through today as I did in March of 2020. I still have to document things out the um, wazoo. I have to report things to the state on COVID cases. Like I have, the sniffles or something. Exactly. <laughs> Basically, um, we have to put people on five-day or seven-day or 14-day quarantine, depending upon were they exposed, do they actually have symptoms, and that staff and individuals that we serve. We are still, unfortunately, considered to be under a federal emergency and so as long as that's the case, um, we are required to mask, we are required to sanitize, social distance. And you asked about the mask. There are many individuals that we serve that wearing masks has caused nothing but undue stress. Whether it be just, I have an individual that is visually and um, hearing impaired. And when you take away yet another of the five senses, it has caused extreme hardship um, for this individual. People, um, since we've come back, um, I am at this point in time, I am 10 positions down. People don't want to work. People are able to obtain unemployment benefits just by applying for jobs online, whereas at least pre-COVID, they had to at least have an interview to get um, unemployment benefits. Mm. I'm hearing that, you know, Jody was telling me about that recently with uh, Tejas Smoke Depot, who where she's getting a lot of people that, now that makes sense, she's getting a lot of people who will apply, but then won't even show up for the interview. That is correct. We're having the same issues. That make, now that makes sense. I was not figuring that one out. Ten jobs, goodness gracious, Let's talk about some of the positions you have open. First of all, I want to say the advantages of working there, <laughs> they have insurance, right? We do have insurance. You have insurance. And not, listen, let me say, I don't want to mislead anybody, so I'll let you clear all that up. We have. But you also, hold on, you also have, um, there's nurses right there in the building. So if you get an owie and you're at work, I mean, I'm telling you, or if you get an owie, uh, you know, the day before you come in, uh, it's all pretty awesome that there's a nurse right there, huh? And not only if you get an owie, but if you've gone to the doctor and you leave the doctor and you think, I don't know if what he's telling me is what I think. And so you have uh, medical professionals that you can run those ideas um, by yes, we we have multiple opportunities um, for employment um, as full time employees. We do offer um, medical insurance that also includes dental and vision. Um, we have uh, holidays that are earned, earned time off. Right now, since we're so um, have so many positions open, we're working folks as much overtime as they want to um, within the legal limits that we are um, held to. And so there is an opportunity to even make more money right now. We've also just implemented a sign-on bonus and a retention bonus um, process. Once you um, come to work and you've been there for a few weeks, that 
and then you get another bonus after, I believe it's 90 days. So what does that look like? Well, it's extremely rewarding. Working with individuals with special needs, you receive unconditional love every day. And that is just the beginning of what you receive from working with our population. I will say that um, pre-COVID, probably 2017, Advantage Care Services was selected as one of the top 100 workplaces in the San Antonio and Hill Country area. So I think that says a lot about not only um, the owners of our company and the structure of our company, it's a good place to work. And I think if you asked any of the employees that work for me right now, I think they would they would validate that. I have employees that have been with me from day one. Yes, you've had you've had people you, you, that you got a lot of people that have stuck around for a long time with you. Let me just uh, quickly take a side uh, go down a little rabbit hole. When Gail and I first started dating and uh, she told me what she and I learned what she was working with and who she was working with. And then when we got a little bit more serious and she moved to the hill country and um, at first when she got here, she said, you know, I am done with uh, social services. I want to find something else to do. Um, but it's just in her nature and her spirit and her calling to work with folks with developmental disabilities. And of course, that's what she fell right back into. And I'm so proud of her for doing that. But here's the position it put me in. I've never been around folks with developmental disabilities. All right. Um, I just never had, I did not know any people growing up that were very close I knew that this, uh, uh, this, these group of people existed that, you know, I wasn't an idiot, but I had never really spent any time with, uh, any folks with developmental disabilities. And so I was very nervous about it. And I was, it was scary to me because I didn't know, am I going to act right? Am I going to say the right thing? Am I going to do the right thing? I was really nervous about it. And yet and I, we, I got into it the first time by going to, uh, what, what were we doing? We were, I'm forgetting the word for it, respite. Correct. We were volunteer respite uh, workers. And so when uh, parents or caregivers of someone with developmental disabilities, they, you know, if it's a 24-7 um, job for most of those people um, that have uh, uh, folks in their family, and um and, and so they need a time off every now and then. And so we had this respite program that we volunteered for. And boy, I was nervous as could be the you first were nervous, time I were But you did great because you know what? You're a people person. And the people that we work with are just that. They're just people. And yep. they have the same desires and interest. And there's, there's not much different except they need help doing things that maybe you and I don't need help to do and and so yes we have multiple jobs available i have jobs in my day program i have jobs in the group homes i have part-time work i have full-time work but i'm also looking for folks that might have a skill or a talent that you might want to come in and do some volunteer work teach us teach us something um, unfortunately as i said we're governed by the state of texas so whether you want to have a job or whether you want to have a volunteer um, opportunity, there's still going to be paperwork that we have to complete and background checks that have to be completed. Um, the person has to be over the age of 18. 
have a current driver's license is part, if part of what you're going to be doing is driving. Um, but we, um, we're just, like I said before, we have a therapy dog that comes and that's a community member that comes every week and brings her trained therapy dog. And the individuals just love that time. And, and our line dancing um, instructor is also a, a community member. And um, we have partnered with um, the Golden Hub and Meals on Wheels and the uh, thrift stores. And so there's there's lots of opportunity. We also right now are doing a program called Flowers for Friends. We have a community member that her most of her career is in the floral business and events. And so she is working with some of our individuals that love arts and crafts, to make wreaths. And we are taking those wreaths to our local nursing homes. And so we are partnering again with the nursing home, not only teaching our own individual skills, and and it just lights up both sides of the hallway, so to speak. But that program needs money. We, we need um, donations in order to be able to buy the materials in order to make those wreaths. The um, state of Texas, unfortunately, as as my intro said, I'm a Texan, but the state of Texas is 48th or 49th in the nation for the amount of funding that they put towards folks with intellectual and developmental disabilities. It's just a true statement. And so we are running our operation on, yes, we are funded by the state of Texas, but it is minimal funding when you look at the size of Texas and the other budgeted. And I know that that is, um, for, for people that are less government, that is something that may make you go, hmm. Mm. However, we are to take care of those that cannot take care of themselves. You know, I have spoken very often that wouldn't it be awesome to wake up some morning and find out that the food stamp program has gone away. And not because the food stamp program was eliminated or cut out of the budget, but because we didn't need the food stamp program anymore because communities, people, churches, Christians stepped up to take care of those around us that we're commanded to do. And if we were doing our job, a lot of these big government programs would have never had a reason to exist in the first place. And um, so we need, to, uh, we need to go back. We need to tell folks where to apply, the name of the company. And by the way, we're in, in the fourth quarter, we'll give all this information again. Um, but remind us again and, and where to apply the name of the company is? Our company's name is Advantage Care Services. Our website is AdvantageCareServices.org. We also have a Facebook page. You can also contact me directly. As Matt has said, my first name is Gail. It is spelled G-A-Y-L-E. That's Gail at AdvantageCareServices.org. Gail at AdvantageCareServices.org. Also, um, the um, 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 if you leave a note, call, send me a note, Matt Ranch Radio Group. If you're not getting all this written down, 
Um, and uh, also, this is going to be available as a podcast. And so all of this information, if you know someone who may be saying, you know, man, I'd like to move to the Hill Country, but I don't know if I can, if I, if I can get a job, here's your opportunity. Um, 10 positions. That's that, that, that is a lot of positions. And, and let me just clarify, they're not all full-time positions, but right now with that many available shifts to fill, a person can pretty much make their own schedule. Oh, absolutely. I would think so. And not only that, you mentioned earlier an opportunity right now to even get overtime. Yes. So if you're, if you're in a hole and you need a job, I'm, I'm telling you, be the first in line on this one. And, uh, if, if all the qualifications and everything works out, you've got an opportunity to, uh, pull yourself out of that hole with some honest work. And I have to say, going back to my experience, um, and getting to know the clients and, and, uh, I do some work for Gail and have since the beginning. And so I'm up there occasionally and, and I almost have to avoid, uh, some of the clients because they'll see me coming down the, down the hall and they'll, Oh my goodness. There's one that just starts screaming, Matt, Matt. And, and so I'll, I have to even be careful sometimes, uh, when I'm, that I don't disrupt what they're doing. And, and let me just um, say to that, just like with folks without disabilities, we have to draw boundaries with people. Mm-hmm. We have to teach people what our personal space is and what is not. And, and sometimes with our population, people that don't understand people with special needs, one of two things happen. Either they think bad behavior is cute or they think bad behavior is just the norm, and it doesn't have to be that way. We meet, we meet our individuals where they are. We, we teach them from where they are, and that looks different with everybody we serve because everybody is different. In fact, it's just like the whole rest of the world. That's We're right. all, every one of us is an individual, but in the eyes of the Lord, we are all equal. That's right. Of all the way across the board, in the eyes of the Lord, we are all equal. Folks, we're going to take a short break, and uh, when we get back, we will once again go over the information uh, where you can apply. And uh, and thank you for the uh, phone call to the studio already, and uh, we'll get you lined up when we get off the air. Um, folks, uh, y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. been a long, long day. All right, I'm looking at the back door. No shadow of Uncle Ted. I'm telling you, someone sent me a picture of a friend of a friend with Ted yesterday, and uh, y'all stop doing this and making me jealous, you know? Um, but anyway, uh, thank you, Ted, for bringing us in on the fourth quarter. Just remember, it's uh, the weekend. Be nice to the tourists for crying out loud. And we are uh, in the studio is my wife, Gail Long. She is with AdvantageCareServices.org. Um, and uh, before we uh, go out, we're going to give you the names and the websites and all the contact information again. But uh, we've got a list of things that we haven't gotten to, so I'm just going to turn it over to Gail and uh, get her to cover everything we haven't talked about yet. 
Thank you, Matt. I just wanted to bring to your listeners a couple of things again, just a reminder of the Flowers for Friends program in which we're making wreaths for our community nursing home residents, and that um, is a project that um, needs donations in order to keep that going. We also have, I have a couple of staff that are members of a band, and so they have done a few what we've called band bashes in the past for us that's also um, a fundraising opportunity for us the clients make different um, projects we sell we've made birdhouses crosses decorated crosses I have some individuals that are extremely talented when it comes to art and painting and so we have Um, sold some of their paintings well we have another band bash coming up in the very near future shake rattle and rock and roll and this time what we're going to do is we are going it's going to be an after dinner show in which we're going to offer milkshakes popcorn candy and rock and roll we have a local church that allows us to use their fellowship hall for that we're still working out the dates Um, But that would be an opportunity to um, buy some of our art. Um, Also, we will sell um, tickets. I think they're going to be $5 to come. And so more to come on that. That'll also be um, advertised on our Facebook page, Advantage Care Services. Again, we have a Facebook page. We have a website, AdvantageCareServices.org. Go on either one of those sites. There's There's pictures posted. There's stories Learn more about us. Call me. Email me. Again, my name is Gail, G-A-Y-L-E, and my email address is gail at advantagecareservices.org. Again, I wanted the opportunity to come in, and, and yes, I asked you if I could come and speak to see if I, we could get any additional support, but it was really important for me to get the word out that Advantage Care Services is here. Yes, we are governed by the state of Texas. We are what's considered a Medicaid waiver program. I won't go into all of those details um, on how all of that works, but our day program, Monday through Friday, 9 to 3, serves individuals that are private pay. And so you, you, in order to come to the day program, you don't necessarily have to have funding from the Medicaid waiver programs. And so please, if you're interested um, in talking more about our services, if you're interested in talking more about getting involved, please reach out. You can do that through our website, advantagecareservices.org, or you can email me directly, gail at advantagecareservices.org. And y'all have a, uh, I'm almost afraid to bring this up, but y'all have a new phone number, don't you? We do have a new (laughs) phone number. We've had a eight, well, it's really been a fiasco since March, but for the last eight weeks, our phones have been down for the most part. We do have a new phone number. I'm going to be really honest, though. I had the other phone number since 2007, and I have to look at my business card every <laughs> time to get the phone number right now. So I, I, I don't want to give that out because it's probably going to be wrong. It'll be wrong. <laughs> All right. Go to AdvantageCareServices.org check it all out so many opportunities very rewarding work um it is work that i I almost have to say 
you don't have to be cut out for it, but you will become cut out for it. Does that make sense? It absolutely makes sense. I've had so many people um, when I first talked to them that maybe have never worked with our population before. And, and they are fearful because people don't, they just don't. People with special needs are really a population that unfortunately, even today, is often just kind of kept in the background. Mm-hmm. And so I welcome um, folks, just take a chance to get to know us, and then you will you will love us. In fact, um, I'm sure that uh, uh, certain conditions, you could have someone come uh, visit and maybe maybe spend some time in Dayhab. Is that, I'm, I may be speaking out of line here, so clear me out. Well, clear me of, up. of course, I would, I would welcome anybody to come over and, and do a tour. Again, I, I would suggest that you, you start with our Facebook page and, and see, um, check us out that way. Anybody that, again, is going to work or volunteer, we have to do background checks. We have to, there's a process, there's paperwork. So just to come out and kind of hang out for the day probably wouldn't be something that we could do. But um, again, I am willing to, I'm a outside the box kind of thinker. And so I am certainly willing to do that um, in this situation as well. All right. Have we forgotten anything? Because we only got a couple of minutes. Left. I don't think so. And I really appreciate you and the radio station giving me an opportunity to come in. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if I hadn't, um, I don't know what, I might've been looking for a lawyer and a new place to live. The truth is I did call, I did pull the wife card. Yes, I did. (laughs) So if you weren't listening yesterday, um, Gail had wanted to come in and last Friday. And so, you know, I had Senator Hall on and, and, uh, a doctor and, and I told my wife, I said, yeah, uh, yeah, come on in. You've got the fourth quarter boy that you should have seen the look i got she what what did you say i've i've, I've heard, been bumped i've been bumped. what i said <laughs> i've been bumped and uh so yeah that wasn't uh so yeah i had to rethink my whole plan so uh thus gail long in the studio with me again advantagecareservices.org look them up on the uh, facebook as well and if you want to email Gail at advantagecareservices.org, that's G-A-Y-L-E. Or if all of that is confusing, uh, send me uh, an email at matt at ranchradiogroup.com, matt at ranchradiogroup.com, and I will be glad to pass on all that information, including the, fir- the person who's already called the office this morning. will take care of you uh, today and uh, get a phone call to you and get that lined up. I got a couple of uh, scriptures that I think uh, kind of tie in what we do today, what we've been talking about today, and I'm in Psalm 82, um, 3 and 4, and it says, Vindicate the weak and fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and destitute. Rescue the weak and needy. Deliver them out of the hand of the wicked. They do not know, nor do they understand. So, um, and then when we go into the New Testament in uh, Matthew uh, 5, uh, Matthew, I'm sorry, Matthew 25, and uh, we have uh, Jesus in here actually speaking to the uh, to this same subject. And uh, the king will answer and say to them, Truly I say to you, to the extent that you did it to one of these brothers of mine, even the least of them, you did it to me. 
And in the eyes of Christ and in the eyes of our Heavenly Father, every soul on the planet has equal standing. No soul has more standing or less standing. Our physical attributes may be different. We may look different. We may behave that we may have different layers of development or different stages of development, but our souls are all equal under God. And the way you treat the least of these is, is your reflection of, of how, of, of your treat. That's how you're treating God. That's how you're treating Jesus. And so, um, this is, uh, all scriptural. We're supposed to take care of one another. And, um, Gail mentioned the, uh, that this is, uh, uh, some of this, a lot of this is, is government funding. And here we are on a program that talks about smaller government folks. I wish the government was not needing to do this. I wish that our churches and that our communities would take care of each other to such an extent that we did not have to go to the government for a handout. It's going to take a lot of work for us to turn that ship around, but that's a very, very important ship. I believe we can turn it around. I believe this country can change to the point where we are, all of us, as a people, as humans, as Christians, taking care of those around us. And uh, so I, I have faith and hope in that, and I believe in that. So I'm getting a, 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 a hint here. Oh, there's the number. Let's give the number. Someone sent Gail the number, 830. One of, yes, one of my staff members just sent me our new telephone number. It is 830-307-3199. There you go. Um, prayers for Sean, Curly, Joanne, and uh, many of us who are going to be traveling this weekend, including my wife and I, who are in two vehicles going in two different directions this weekend. Keep us all in your prayers. Y'all stay tuned for Lorraine. <laughs>